Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning we're going to be looking at the book of Exodus chapter number 33. Now, if you remember from yesterday in Exodus chapter 22, uh, Moses had spent 40 days on top of Mount Sinai in the presence of God, receiving the, the plans for the tabernacle. And while he's up there receiving these plans from God, Israel is down at the foot of Mount Sinai breaking uh, all the rules God had told them to obey. And they had agreed several chapters later, said, hey, we'll obey every command you give us. We'll do whatever you say. But Moses took too long in their opinion. They get worried and think God's forgotten about them. So they start to build calves of gold. And God tells Moses what is going on. And he tells him, says, go down and rebuke the people. I'm going to destroy them and continue the promise I gave to Abraham through you. God tells Moses that if he were to do that, while he would be just and right in doing it because he's God, it would hurt his glory among the rest of the people of the world. So God repents of this, the Bible says. He changes his mind and sends Moses down to deal with the people. And in chapter 33, God tells Moses and Israel what he's going to do because of their sin. So look in verse number 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up hence, thou and the people, which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it, and I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite, and the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Hittite, and the Jebusite, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. For I will not go up in the midst of thee, for thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. So God tells Moses and Israel, says, I'm going to keep my word because he always keeps his word. And he says, I'm going to give you the land I promised to uh, Abraham and to Isaac, and I'm not going to go with you, uh, but I am going to send an angel with you, and that angel is going to do the work of God, and he's going to drive out the, the inhabitants of the land, and he's going to give you this wonderful land that I promised to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob and to all the ancient uh, Israelites. Now, while this is an ideal, it doesn't seem like a bad deal. Yeah, God's not going with them, but he, he sent in an angel before them. And angels were incredibly powerful beings. They were able to kill massive amounts of people at once. In the Old Testament, later on in the story, one angel kills over 100,000 uh, enemies of Israel. So angels aren't, you know, these little fat cherubs we think of playing a harp. They were powerful creations of God. And one of these angels was going to go before Israel and fight for them and protect them and do the work of God for them. But the problem with that is angels, while they're powerful, they're not God. So look how Israel responds in verse 4. And when the people heard these evil tidings, they mourned, and no man did put on him his ornaments. The people of Israel, the whole nation, is devastated by this news. Yes, God's going to keep his word. Yes, God's going to give them the land, but God's not going to be with them. And that is devastating to them. Their sin had cost them fellowship with God. And that's always the case. No matter who we are or where we are in life, our sin always separates us from God. You know, God says that when we have unconfessed sin in our heart and in our life, he won't even hear us. We can pray, we can call out to him, but until we confess and repent of our sin, 
God will not have fellowship with us. Well, Moses, he goes before God on behalf of the people. He goes to the tabernacle, and he, he asks God to show grace. He'd offer sacrifices. They'd confess their sin. So he goes to God and says, show grace before us. You know, Don't send us out there alone, even with one of your angels. Give us grace in your sight. And look what God says in verse number 14. And he said, talking about God here, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. So God, after speaking with Moses, he, he gives them grace. He shows them grace and mercy and says, I'll go with you. My presence will be with you when you go inhabit the land. And no matter what happens, just rest assured, not only will I keep my word and fulfill my promise, but I'll, I'll be with you when you go. And then in chapter 15, and then in verse 15, we get one of the best verses in the book of Exodus. Moses says, and he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us up, not hence. So Moses, he, he thanks God, but he says, that's great news, God, because if you're not going, I'm not going. Now, God had promised him a land of milk and honey, had promised him uh, protection and provision, had promised him to give him an angel to guide the way and to fight for them, had promised to run out the inhabitants, had, had made great promises and said, I'm going to keep my word, I'm just not going to be with you. And Moses says, God, I don't care how nice the promised land is. I don't care how peaceful it is. I don't care how many enemies have been run out. If you're not going to go with us, I don't want to go there. So here's the question for us today. Do we long for God's promises more than we long for his presence? See, the nation of Israel, they wanted the presence of God more than they wanted the promised land God had said he would give them. God was keeping his promise, but denying them his presence. And they knew, no matter how good the promised land was, it would never be complete, it would never be fulfilling, it would never be what they needed and wanted if they didn't have God with them. Again, more than they wanted the promised land, they wanted God. Can we say that? Are we more content to rest in the promises God has given us and live our lives without his presence? Are we content to rest in the promise of salvation God has given us and not live our life in his presence and not live our life daily seeking him and talking to him and reading his word and confessing our sins so that we can be with him? The promises of God are great, but they're nothing compared to the presence of God. Thank you so much for joining us today for our word of the day. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the book of Exodus. Hope you have a blessed day.